Hey and a warm welcome to another episode of Into the Light Web podcast and this is Ask Joanna and Skylar and today we're going to get into a ton of different money questions about different money blocks. So let's get into it. Hey and a very warm welcome to the Into the Light Web podcast with me your hostess Joanna Hunter, metaphysical teacher, spiritual life and business coach, published author and the high priestess of the Light Web, a spiritual technology that will change your life. This is the place to be to talk everything under the Light Web from consciousness, relationships to money to spiritual business and everything in between. So a warm welcome if you're joining us on this money special edition of Ask Joanna and Skylar. So money is a hot, hot topic for us humans. And that is because Skylar teaches that money has become so intrinsically embedded to our survival on this planet. So this planet provides everything that we need for survival for free. But because we have introduced a monetary system on this planet, we now exchange money for the essentials for life. So no longer do we grow our own vegetables, for instance, we visit a supermarket and we buy them. So because of this, money is deeply entrenched in survival. And the issue with survival is that if we don't feel like we have enough for survival, we move into a state of consciousness of the fight or flight consciousness. And what that does is it actually lowers our emotional intelligence and it also lowers our consciousness intelligence as well. So what that means for us is that access, while we're in the fight or flight response in life, the access to higher consciousness thinking is kind of limited or cut off um, because the brain decides, oh, it's time to fight or flight. And therefore, we don't need rational thought right now. So let's not put so much blood to the parts of the brain that are responsible for rational thought. Let's instead put more of the blood to the extremities like so that we can either fight or we can run really, really fast, right? So it sends it to the muscles instead. And that's an issue because a lot of our stressors today is not big mountain lions coming down from the mountain to eat us. Instead, it's an email from our boss that makes us think maybe my job's threatened or it's money pressures or money strains. The fear of not having enough so Skylar teaches on this a lot. So I've had a lot of different people put through to us recently um, talking about feeling like they don't have enough. So this is the first thing that we're going to tackle on this podcast today, the feeling of not having enough. So whereas the feeling of not having enough can feel very, very real, like aka I do not have enough, aka I'm struggling to pay my bills or aka I'm struggling in life because of a lack of enoughness. I want you to just sit for a moment and if you join me right now and just put your hands on your heart and just take a deep breath and let's have this conversation in a different frame of mind and in a different level of consciousness. So the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to calm our nervous system. So taking a deep breath in 
exhaling out. And again, taking a deep breath in. Exhaling out. Allowing ourselves to get nice and calm. And now when we feel a little bit more calm and a little bit more centered in our energy, I want you to really consider this statement of I don't have enough. Because I want you to ask, have you ever asked yourself this question? Enough for what? That was the question that Skylar once asked me. <laughs> enough for what? It stopped me in my tracks. I had to really like stop and give it a really good old thought. Like, because I was busy going, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. And I was in this kind of panicked state of energy, worried about how I was going to pay my bills, worried about how we were going to live, worried about all of those things. And then Skylar says, well, enough for what? And I was, I was, okay, well, hang on, back it up, back up the truck. What do you mean enough for what? And then I realized what was the thing that I was afraid of. And it was the survival, right? Like that I would have enough for survival. And I realized something else that I was doing. I had always had enough for survival because if I had not had enough for survival, guess what? Hates get a little bit morbid, but I wouldn't be here. So therefore I'd always had enough for survival. And I realized that what we focus on in the universe, Skylar teaches, whatever we focus on in the universe is what we get more of. So there I was focusing on, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. And I had this feeling in my body where I didn't have enough. But the truth was that the real physical truth, and it'll be the same for you, because if you're listening to this and you're alive, then you have always had enough for your survival. You've always made it to the next day. Yes, it might have looked a bit tricky or dodgy at times, but you have always made it to the next day. And the truth is then that the real truth is that you've always had enough. But instead, we're so obsessed with telling the story that I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. So what happens is that we get stuck in this wheel of feeling like we don't have enough when the truth is that we've always had enough for our survival. And what we focus on, we get more of. So as I focus more and more and more on these not enough feelings, like I don't have enough money, I don't have enough food, I don't have enough this, I don't have enough that. I then created this reality of feeling like constantly in a place of never having enough. So I realized that it was a lie that I was telling myself and that in the real reality that I was actually living was that I always made it to the next day by hook or by crook. We did it. We made it to the next day. And so I changed my focus from I do not have enough to I always have enough for today. I always have enough for today. And I always have enough for today is a beautiful affirmation from Skylar to help you really embed and start coding for more. Because remember what you think about and create as your dominant thoughts are the reality that you get. So if you want a reality where you've always had enough, start telling the story that you've always had enough. And the truth is you've always had enough because guess what? If you hadn't, you wouldn't have made it to today, but you made it to today. So this is the first kind of money block that we want to um, tackle is this feeling of not having enough and how in reality, it's actually a big giant lie that we're telling ourselves and that we can really start telling the truth that we've always had enough. And as we focus on that energy, we're going to expand that energy and we're going to expand the enoughness, which means that we're going to expand more and it will become more than enough. 
And that's how I shifted. It was one of the ways that I shifted my money consciousness from being in this perpetual illusion of never having enough. And yet I always made it to the next day to then actually moving to this place of where I had excess and I had more than enough. So I am very excited to share that tip with you from Skylar. It's an amazing tip. So the next thing as well that we want to talk to you about is a lot of people feel blocked to money. Like they feel like I have money blocks. So when somebody says to me, I have money blocks, um, it is a lot more complex problem than that. Usually it's layered and lots of different things. And we, no two money blocks tend to always look the same. They always seem to be embedded with lots of other stuff. So herein lies one of my tips for you. If you have money blocks, I want you to look at money as an energy and when you look at money as an energy, I'm going to ask you a really weird question, but stay with me here. Does your money energy come alone or does it come with a bunch of stories? So let me explain. So that question again, does your money energy come alone or does it come with a bunch of stories? So as we get into this one is that I realized that my money energy um, before was never squeaky clean. It wasn't just money on its own. It would be money and something, right? And that's natural because we have embedded money into our actual very survival. Survival no longer, especially in the West world, is a singular thing. It's a money thing now. Um, if you have money, then you are your survival becomes more assured. And if you have less money, your survival becomes trickier, right? And so what I realized is that does money come alone? Does, is money a squeaky clean energy for you? So I realized that money was not a squeaky clean energy for me when I first began this work. I realized I attached a lot of things to it. I had attached descriptions of rich people, what I thought about them none too flattering to the rich I had thought about I had attached um ideas of enough or not enough I had attached ideas of survival I'd attached so many different ideas so if you really want to start working on your money blocks what would it take for your money to be squeaky clean okay so that's an energy opening question what would it take for my money to be squeaky clean and for my money not to be attached to a bunch of other stuff that for money just to be money right and here's the funny thing is that if we look at money as the what it actually is, the like breaking money down to what it actually is, what money is for us is a tool, right? Back in the day, we used to carry gold and silver. The, the, that stuff's heavy. It weighs a lot, right? So in order to make it lighter, they invented paper notes and smaller coins, that represented bigger and larger amounts and so the money is just a tool it's, it's just like the spade helps you to dig your garden the money helps you to exchange for goods in an easier way right so if we can see money as simply just a tool that it's just a tool and I want you to think about money and a garden spade right and if you own a garden spade even better but you don't need to own one for this exercise but what I want you to think about is if you own a garden spade how do you feel about that garden spade are you particularly like 
Do you get angry at the garden spade? Do you get frustrated by the garden spade? Do you have all of these other emotions tied into the garden spade? Very, very rarely, unless we maybe have an emotional attachment. Maybe our garden spade belonged to our grandfather and it reminds us of him. And that will completely depend on how we feel about the garden spade of how our relationship was with our grandfather, right? But most of us are able to look at the garden spade and see it as just a tool and we don't have that emotional charged energy and we don't have that emotional charge and that's the point that I'm trying to make here for money not so much we don't see money like the garden spade we see money as an emotionally charged subject and therein lies all of your money blocks Right. Because Skylar teaches that money is just a tool. And furthermore, Skylar teaches that money is one of the greatest spiritual teachers on our planet at this time. The first time I heard that from Skylar, that money was one of my greatest spiritual teachers that was on this planet at this time. Yeah. You know, those cartoons where the person gets really, really angry, so their head explodes and pops off their shoulders. That kind of happened in my own head when I first heard that. It lit a fuse in me. I thought, no, no, money cannot be a spiritual teacher, no. Now what I see is I see money as a fantastical spiritual teacher. It's an amazing spiritual teacher. Because what it does is that it really helps you to know yourself. And knowing yourself, according to Skylar, is the original thought. The original thought birthed the galaxy, the Big Bang, if you like. If you subscribe to mainstream science, you call it the Big Bang. Well, the Big Bang, according to Skylar, they tell a slightly different story, is that the world was formed through original thought. And the thought spread out aka crane a big bang and that original thought was i wish to know myself and so money is this beautiful incredible teacher that helps us to know ourselves so what it does is um it really really kind of it does really sort the wheat from the shaft um it is a lot lot easier to be true to oneself with money. And what I mean by that is that, for instance, I'm a very naturally generous person. And generosity is one of my highest values. I love giving. I love being generous. It's actually something that makes me feel really, really abundant. But indulging that generosity and indulging that generous nature when I am feeling lack, that brings your stuff up right can you be generous while you're feeling the feelings of lack and if you know generosity like me is one of your core kind of pieces of you and something that you really love to do um are you going to allow yourself to do that while you are experiencing a feeling of lack of money um and so in a way what this lack of money or what the spiritual teacher of money does in that moment is it holds a mirror up and allows you to be like so today you're experiencing lack are you going to still be true to the essence of who you are or are you going to pinch off your conduit are you going to pinch off and try and hoard the little that you have 
because you feel that lack? Or are you going to open up to the true essence of who you are, which is maybe a generous being and and be generous even while there's lack in your own life? And these are reasons why money is an amazing, incredible spiritual teacher. The other thing as well is that when you have a lot of money, um, will your behavior change, right? So some people... Um, and I do believe that money does change you. Uh, and why wouldn't it? You know, why wouldn't it? Um, allowing yourself to have more and allowing yourself to live at a um, a more financially expansive energy is, is powerful. And, and I personally don't really know if, and this is my own personal opinion, but I don't really know if you're doing money right, if it, you don't allow it to change you. I hear many people who talk about winning the lottery and they're saying, well, we won't let it change us. And I'm like, I hope you do let it change you because, and I don't mean in a negative way. I think a lot of people look at money as like, well, money won't change me in a negative way, but money can change you in a positive way as well. Um, and it can highlight and expand traits that are already yours. So for me, one of the things with having more money, it's allowed me to be more generous. It's allowed me to give more, which is something that I really, really, really enjoy. And so, yeah, money has changed me. It has allowed me to be more me in a way. And I think that that's really important. And so when we're working on our money blocks, bringing this back to the original premise of working on our money blocks, can we see money as a spiritual teacher that it is? Can we allow money to be squeaky clean in the energy or do we keep insisting on attaching ideas, thoughts and emotions to the energy of money? And one of the biggest kind of breakthroughs that I've had is really allowing money just to be money. You know, it's not um, it's not a level of my own self-worth. It is not a level of my uh, intelligence. It's not a level of anything. It, it's you either have money or you don't have money. And it's no longer has that emotional charge. Um, often many people, when they experience a lack of money, they also experience a lack of self-worth and a lack of, um, you know, self-confidence sometimes. And that's because their self-confidence and their self-worth is tied up into the energy of money. If that person began working on the relationship with money and allowing money just to be money, then they would be able to get to a place and be like, well, I don't have a lack of confidence. I just have a lack of money. And then the two don't have to be together anymore. And this is how we begin to clear our money blocks. So um, what I want to tell you about next, I'm really, really excited. And I don't normally talk about these sort of things on my podcast, but I'm going to talk about this on my podcast. This book is available on Amazon. It's called My Million Dollar Experiment. Um. And right now, if you go to mymilliondollarexperiment.com, at the time that we're recording this podcast, there is a wait list available on the My Million Dollar Experiment podcast or the My Million Dollar um, Experiment.com website. There is a wait list right there. And all you need to do is go along onto that wait list and then sign up for the million dollar experiment. So if you're wondering and you're listening to this and you're thinking, what is the million dollar experiment? Well, let me tell you what this slice of downloaded source created genius is. So the My Million Dollar Experiment is an experiment that we ran in 2021. 
and nothing prepared us for the epicness that was this experiment. So what we did is we took one year, a whole year long container. So that was the whole year of 2021. And we gave people access to the My Million Dollar book. We gave people access to 52 lab notes. So each lab note was a single page PDF that had really juicy information. Sometimes it was a light tool. Sometimes it was um, like um, a mindset shift. And other times it was um, like an experiment, like a little mini experiment that you could to test if your mind really does affect your reality, right? And we had 52, so one for every single week of the whole whole experiment and then I had the very very hard laborious job I'm only kidding because it was so amazing of creating a podcast with millionaires so I interviewed 52 millionaires for this and it was amazing and I got to speak to these self-made millionaires on how they had achieved and created million dollar businesses in their own field and lots and lots of different fields. And I had some really interesting, super, super, super juicy conversations. And everybody got all of this. So they got, so let's just recap that. Got a book, got 52 lab notes. You got a podcast episode every week. And then on top of that, you also got a high vibe Facebook community in which we kept all the content in to help you run this, to help you run with this experiment. And we held your space for you for a whole year for $25, right? So that's what the million dollar experiment is. The million dollar experiment asks the central question, can mindset and intuition training, which is what we do through the lab notes and what we do through the book. We do the mindset and intuition training there, along with a million dollar plan, which is also inside the book and also inside the lab notes. Make your millionaire in just one year. So things went a little bit crazy bananas in 2021, and we had 4,300 participants join us for the My Million Dollar Experiment. And out of that, one in every 287 participants became a millionaire in that year. Yep, you heard that right. One in every 287 people, 287 became a millionaire. We had tons of stories how people's mindset shifted through the million dollar experiment. We had loads of people who had what we called the outlier results so the result was about making more money but then people had told us that they got results that had nothing to do with money just simply by following the instructions in the book and following the lab notes people had started to heal their body and heal their health so it was really 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 incredible to see the shift that people were having in their consciousness through the my million dollar experiment So what I'm really, really excited about is we're opening it up again. We're running it again. And uh, this time we've got proof that it works. We've got proof that mindset and intuition training, along with a million dollar plan, can absolutely make you a millionaire. And if you're ready to play in this field of consciousness, 
we have got a waitlist and you will find that waitlist at www.mymilliondollarexperiment.com. So a bit of a long uh, web address there, but all you need to do is key that in or find the link near this video to join the waitlist. By joining the waitlist is absolutely no obligation to buy. And what it's basically doing is you will be the first to know about the launch or the pre-launch of the experiment. The other thing that we did offer in the experiment, and we ended up paying out over $39,000, nearly $40,000 from the experiment, we ended up paying out in affiliate fees. Because not only is experiment $25, but we also offer a 50% affiliate fee to anyone who wants to join our affiliate program, our rewards program. And basically by sharing the experiment and anyone that signs up using your link, you'll get 50% an affiliate fee to get your abundance ball rolling. So of course, if you want to have a go at trying to make your million dollars through the affiliate program, please fill your boots. But honestly, that is not what the experiment is centered around everybody, you know, bringing in the money through the affiliate program. No, um, the experiment is centered around opening up your consciousness and really becoming a conduit for the universe leading you to your own abundance, to your own money, to your own financial freedom. So if you're ready to play in this field of energy and this sounds really, really exciting to you, then do fill the link. Now, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, there'll either be a wait list or it'll be open for enrollment. Remember, when it is open for enrollment, we are only open for enrollment for a short time. So do not sit on this. You want to make sure that you are jumping in quickly. Same for being on the waiting list. If you're on the waiting list, make sure that you are um, you put your name down because when the enrollment opens, it'll only be open for a very short window and we don't want you to miss out. So I hopefully the special additional money has really helped you to start shifting your consciousness on money and helping you to raise your vibration and consciousness where money is concerned. And I will speak to you soon. <laughs>